Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Dark Art Society podcast. My name is Chet Zara, I'm your host, and what is the date today? Today is the 13th of June, 2023, and uh, this week we have dark artist Ash Dark, and uh, she's a great visionary dark artist, and uh gotten to know her over the last few years she's taken my mentorship course and i've really got to see her see her develop into a really incredible artist and she's got a great vision so and she's really cool to talk to and uh, interesting person so we had her on the podcast and she has a show coming up which i uh in shadow realms but the info's in the in the description in the description of the podcast uh it's kind of a crazy day here today uh if you if you hear any uh construction sounds it's because my neighbor's working on his house so i'm trying to get this in before they start using the grinder or whatever they were just using um hopefully it won't happen while i'm doing this uh it's been been a crazy day my we have a new dog it's a pug named tater he's really really cool dog but he woke up puked all over the bed and uh then he started swelling up and he uh, uh, I th- he must have gotten bitten by a spider or something and had an allergic reaction, but he was swollen all over the place. He welts on him. It was crazy. He's better now. Everything's gone down. And uh, but man, what a what a way to wake up at five in the morning. <laughs> and then the other day, I I, I uh, um, told this story in the podcast we recorded the podcast ash and i re- recorded the podcast for the first 20 minutes and it wasn't recording so i told this story and then i didn't tell it when we resumed recording so uh another weird thing that happened is uh i saw my dogs that this was a couple days ago i saw my dogs um had something kind of cornered in a an area of my yard they weren't doing anything to it but they were just kind of looking and there was a crow there and it couldn't fly really. So I went and I kind of tried to get it, put the dogs in, went and tried to get it and it flew a little bit. And then it kind of wandered across the street. It was, it was uh, nighttime. It was trash night. So I knew coyotes were coming out. Coyotes come, come in our neighborhood on trash night and in the middle of the night when the trash is out. And so I was like, I got to get this crow. Um, so I went, I looked for it. I found it kind of crouching in a little corner and I had some leather gloves on, put, put it in a box and just kind of, it didn't seem, I, I couldn't see any injuries on it, uh, but it seemed kind of in shock. So I put it in the box, taped the top up so it couldn't get out and gave it some breathing holes and just kind of let it um, sleep overnight because it was also raining. That was the other thing. It was all rainy out. And uh, the next day, I just took it out in the back, opened the box. It took a big shit, and then it flew off. <laughs> so it was all good. It was so cool. So cool. I was worried that that thing was going to die or something. But it flew up, and, and then it it, uh, it has a mate that it's been hanging around with. They've been here for a little while. And so it started kind of making some crow sounds, and then its partner came. I think it was, I think it was the male came. I think the, the one I got was a female because it was slightly smaller i think they're a little bit smaller and uh yeah and they lived happily ever after so far 
so that was that's been what's going on with me other than that commissions medusa commission back here i'm uh, releasing a new print of a painting called the medium you may have seen it um i'm releasing that uh friday to the public of course my patrons on patreon get first dibs at it it's the first time i've ever done two variants i'm, I'm, I'm releasing two variant prints at the same time so that'll be an interesting experiment uh if you want to support my patreon and get offers like these and you know first dibs at all my new stuff you can go to patreon.com slash chetzar and join for as little as a dollar a month i think i'm going to be raising the uh price on on my patreon i might grandfather in the the one and three dollar tiers and put them all in a five dollar tier so if you get in on the one or three dollar tiers i'll grandfather you in and you won't have to pay the five dollars but after that i think at some point as soon as i can get it together i'm going to raise it to just five dollar because five dollars because it's it's really good I, I i put a lot of content on there and um it's just where where all everything i'm doing is is uh on patreon i'm posting stuff on there pretty much every day anyway also if you want to support the the podcast you can go to patreon.com slash dark art society that you can join as, as little as a dollar as well and um get your name read on the air and you get in the secret facebook group and let's see who are the new subscribers i have them somewhere in here uh let's see uh i don't know if i said kevin bostic thank you rob elrod thank you let me see if there's any others oh derek moore heather gillies i'm not sure if i read these because i uh yeah ken jeremiah i think I, I i have read these ones um because i had to take that's the other thing is i had to take two weeks off because um from the podcast first week i had stuff going on and i couldn't get to it second week i had three guests three potential guests and all of them none of them could make it and i was hoping that at least one of them could make it so um that's why i was off for two weeks uh that's pretty much it that's that's everything that's going on uh i think that's it i'm trying to think if i'm forgetting anything well the power tools didn't go off the construction work didn't start so that's a good sign maybe i should just end it here and you want to get to the ash dark interview any anyway you don't want to hear me talk so here we go my interview with ash dark hope you enjoy it here it goes hello ash <laughs> oh hello <laughs> good to talk to you for the first time here oh my god I know. Wow. okay i haven't seen you in so long <laughs> we we recorded for 20 minutes and it stopped recording after three minutes this is terrible <laughs> i'm so embarrassed i feel bad i don't know what the hell happened so i'm going to keep an eye on this anyway yeah how's it going i'm, sure I'm not telling the crow story over again <laughs> i'm not doing any of that oh, shit. No. <laughs> i'll tell it's it in the intro, intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah we have to just we have to just 
Okay. Okay. We have to just start this over. This is what comedians do. They have to pretend they're saying everything for the first time. I know. I know. Oh. It's so irritating. <laughs> oh, it was, it was going so well too. I have to say though, it was just starting to get in the flow. So I think now that we start it, yeah. it's going to be more in the flow the whole time. Yeah. Okay. So. It's funny because I've just, I've gotten that like sick feeling back though. So is it just, <laughs> is it just something to do with like starting? Yeah. Know. Okay. Anyway, it, yeah. It'll go away. It'll go, it'll go away. And it'll go away. I can't, I can't wait. Half the time. So we have to basically yeah. start over and, <laughs> and <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> uh, so let me see, where do I start? Well, it's good to see you. It's good to see you. Yeah, uh, I, I, we've talked about having you on the show for a while now, and it seemed like um, since you have the show coming up, which is what's the name of the yeah. show? Uh, it's called In Shadow Realms. In Shadow Realms, June twenty third, Melbourne. And what's the gallery? Australia. Uh, <laughs> it's called Black Spark Cultural Center. Called what? Black Spark. Black Cultural Spark Cultural Center. Cultural spark. spark. Yeah. <laughs> you do a good American <laughs> accent too. You're always making fun of me on uh, when we do the yeah. mentorships. You know what? I I thought about this uh, not that long ago, but in high school, I used to just drop into the American accent all the time, and it was probably really unnerving for people because like, <laughs> I had no con not no control, but I just would do it. Like I don't know because I, I guess we watch so much American TV. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was constantly doing it. So, but I think that people would have just thought I was so weird. <laughs> I'm pretty sure people used to ask me like, why are you doing an American accent? <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it's good. It, it's, it's a good one. Um, yeah. I, I, it, <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> Every once in a while I'll say a word and you'll say, you'll be like, ah, it'll be like awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's always an R word. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do a good Valley Girl too. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's my Valley Girl. That's that's basically the main one that I do. <laughs> so anything, anything. Yeah. Anyway, okay, anyway, we we go back a few years. We've said this all before, yes. but but we recorded it and didn't yeah. and, and we lost it. But I'll, I'll kind of go mm -hmm. over it again. We've sort of been online friends for a few years through the Dark Art Society. I've been a fan of your work. I like that. One thing I didn't say. I like, well, here's what I like uh, about your work. I like okay. that you are, and I've said this to you before, um, you have one foot in the visionary world and one foot in the dark art world. And, and, and I think that's really a good place to be. Um, so uh, I appreciate that about your work. It's like, uh, you know, dark visionary yeah. art, I guess is probably yeah. maybe a good way to say it. Well, yeah, I, I mean... I don't really know where it fits. I don't know if it fits kind of anywhere, but I mean, it's fine. But that's that's a good, yeah, the, usually a good place to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your, your own category. I'm 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 grateful that um, you know that I think that the visionary world, or, um, uh, what are they called, the vision train that Amanda Sage mm -hmm. started, um, like they share my stuff pretty regularly. And I don't know, I don't know if it's because I, I know um. One of the people part of it, Patty, who's Australian, but there's also Alicia, who's like Amanda's second. Hand, what do you call that? Right, second, right, second hand, right hand, right hand, right hand man. Person. Yeah, <laughs> right hand, right hand person. person. <laughs> um, so I don't know who it is that shares it all the time, but they do, and I find it. I'm like so grateful because it's. I feel like it's so different to what. And you know, most people 
are doing. Yeah. There. Yeah. I, I, you know, you, you know, you've heard me talk many times about how the, you know, the, the, the idea that visionary art has to be, you know, right. all happy or psychedelic yeah. and happy and bright and upbeat. And it's like anybody who's had a psychedelic experience is, experience knows that's not all there is to the story you know a, a big part of it is dark you know is dark imagery yeah um yeah you know yeah and it's it's it like the thing is like especially with how i see my work is like psychedelic i guess it's, it's so much influenced by my personal experiences with psychedelics mm. which aren't just like Oh wow, they're all, everything's visually beautiful, and you know the the curtains breathing. It's like <laughs> I go really like deep into like who I am, you know how the people in my life, and and yeah, really emotional places. Mm-hmm. And it's very beyond for me, right. which I enjoy even when it's real sad and <laughs> horrific. <laughs> like you know, you feel like it's like cathartic in a way. Yeah, but, yeah. Now I've had I've had like you know. Uh, times when you're when your ego's sort of breaking down i i kind of figured it's it's like it, as it's coming up and you get past you you know you ideally you get past this threshold i haven't tripped in a long time a long just yeah. for the record but when i was yeah. when i was younger um <laughs> uh you you get to a threshold and then it's like ah it's like great it's amazing and, and and you feel enlightened and you know you can understand everything and it's, it's incredible but you have to reach this peak and it's kind of harrowing getting up to that point and it's like you're <clears throat> i felt like it's i would see this stuff when i closed my eyes and i wasn't afraid of it though i wasn't i never like was like oh my god i can't believe i'm seeing this i was like oh my god this is so cool and it was like yeah. and i feel like it was like a visual representation of my ego breaking down so it was like all these like snakes and skulls but all like in a giger style just kind of like very dark and creepy but more like uh you know green and purple like electric green and purple just super amazing looking um but but yeah so so it's like i would i would say even alex gray would agree that that the light side of the psychedelic experience is overrepresented in, in the visual visionary art scene yeah. you know so you're uh, point being you being in that scene kind of being in both scenes is good it's good for both yeah. scenes really you know yeah i think it's i think it's good you know what actually i've noticed a little bit of a trend with um and i think it's a post-pandemic um symptom is that there have been quite a few people doing like a bit of darker stuff or at mm. least a painting that is yeah darker than they normally do <laughs> and i think it I, yeah it is like but i think it's like like they can't not you know after something like the pandy yeah they can't not express that right I yeah think yeah yeah i'm just more wired that way naturally mm-hmm. where i feel i don't know it's complicated i i have like a um a resistance to being compassionate and empathetic, but I, I think I really deeply am. And so I need to express it through my art because it's like uncomfortable for me to do it in a what, different way. Oh, uh, so uh, yeah. Cause I, I mean, uh, uh, your work, uh, it doesn't seem like it's not empathetic. 
No, it well, it is. It's just like I, 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 I think. Okay, this is something that happens to me when I take psychedelics. Is I really feel like the pain and the suffering of other people. Mm. Like I really feel it, and I, I've felt like I've had experiences where I've fully embodied the pain of the world, and it's really full on. Um, but it's made me realize that I think a lot of that is what I conduct when I paint. Mm. It's just, it's not always just my, I mean, it is, there's a lot of like my bullshit, but there's a lot of the world's pain that's coming through. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. That yeah, makes sense. So, yeah. Cause I, I was, I am empathetic. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was going to say, it's like, that's sounds like the opposite. I, I misunderstood, I guess, but yeah. Cause your stuff seems very much like empathizing with pain, you know, empathizing yeah, with people who yeah. are suffering. <clears throat> I just have high defenses, I think, from, mm. I, I don't know if you've heard of attachment theory, but when, if, like, I grew, I grew up with two, like, avoidant type parents, and so those kinds of, like, more difficult emotions weren't really, you know, accepted in, in the house. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I think, like, that's all the stuff that I repressed, mm -hmm. and I'm slowly, through therapy, getting more in contact with. But, yeah, yeah I think that's why all of my work has always kind of had that leakage mm -hmm. of um, those emotions that I, yeah, typically suppress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's similar to my experience too. It's like, it's almost like the, you know, and this is, you know, as America in the seventies and eighties, it's like, it's, it was very, at least in my neighborhood, my generation of kids, it was like, you know, the, the negative stuff was just not dealt with at all. Like it didn't yeah, exist. Totally. It's like, if something bad yeah. happens, you know, like real bad things happening to people in our family or extended family. And it's like, you just don't even talk about them. It's never, it's yeah. like, it's just, no one knows really what happened to that person because it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's so crazy and so different yeah, from dude. how, uh, I am with my own family and we are, it's like, everyone's very open and we, you know, I guess cause you grow up in that environment. So you, you know, learn to break the cycle. Yeah. Totally. But man, so yeah. I, I can relate to that. And I think there's probably a pretty similar reason that I got, I was drawn to the dark stuff. It was like, you know, I was relating, well, relating just, to it. Yeah. And it's a, and it's a safe space to express it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, a lifesaver. Um, yeah, totally. I don't, yeah. I spent, I spent a lot of time on my own as a kid. So yeah, I think too. that's, it was just natural that, <laughs> and oh my God, there's stories that I would like some of the stories that I would write. And you know, when you're playing with dolls and shit, all of it was like pretty fucked up. <laughs> 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 like, oh yeah. I guess it's a little like, more unusual for a, uh, uh, female to do to be to to be doing fucked up dark stuff when you're a kid mm. it's like little boys seem yeah. to be drawn to i mean yeah not, it's not like as much as uh you know sports and stuff but it's there and in, in a lot of boys they seem to be more naturally attracted to uh horror and stuff but not maybe yeah. i don't know I don't know. No, it's definitely more unusual in girls, I think. But yeah, so because I, I my I got two granddaughters. One of them, they're 
they're both not that into horror or dark stuff at all and one especially yeah. is so girly she's and it's just like it's just yeah. how she is she's just so girly awesome. yeah yeah it's really cute yeah. well what are they just two girls like the mm -hmm. sisters mm -hmm. yeah so it's so different i mean i had three brothers oh wow so just, okay that's such a different wow you know there's a different energy in the house and i yeah. think my dad's writer he's a man's man mm. so you know it was it's just it was just an extremely masculine household oh interesting okay and so and i grew up on a farm as well or it's not like a big farm or anything but it was like a little hobby farm um and where was this so it was on motorbikes and uh it's on the it's on the mornington peninsula in south of victoria so well, it was, yeah, it, it was in like the inland part that just like smells like cow shit, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's the, it was the country, but not like country, it's not fully rural or anything. Right. Rural. rural. <laughs> I hate that word. Rural. Um, <laughs> rural. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So it was like very boyish. Like, I mean, I rode horses and stuff as well, but motorbikes and spending a lot of time outdoors and then constantly playing video games. That was the other thing. Okay. <laughs> Once that was the thing. Yeah. Right. And anime, as we talked about in the in the uh, hidden, oh, yeah. in the hidden uh, or the uh, the, the yeah. episode <laughs> no one will ever hear the first twenty minutes of us talking. Yeah. So you were yeah. like one thing that you you'd mentioned. We were talking about that as you were like uh, more of a writer when you were a yeah. kid and a create like a creative writer and more into cartoons and anime and stuff like that. Which is another thing yeah. my granddaughters are both totally into anime. It's such oh, a trip. Amazing. But my son is too. My kid is. And I think he's like, I don't know, somewhere around your age. So yeah. it's like, I, yeah, well, I, I never I've played them anime. So I don't know where where it all came uh, from. <laughs> they just found it on the It's own. just so visually stunning. That's the thing. It's, oh, it's like, amazing. It's just gorgeous. The only problem I ever have with it is some of the story and some of the acting is a bit like atrocious yeah. but now which can be really fortunate yeah my, <laughs> my, no my son is still into it he's like he's always telling me you gotta watch this anime it's so amazing like all these weird crazy yeah. monsters and yeah but i think he turned, yeah. maybe he turned that's them the on thing. that's like i mean i know these days you know you can um they can really achieve a lot um with live action stuff and computer graphics and making it look right. But the amazing thing about animation is that they can do anything. They can right. literally do anything at any time. And it's so like incredible what they right. can do. And you believe it because it's a cartoon. Like you're, you're more right um, under that suspension of disbelief. Yeah. 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 Have you heard so, about that spider verse movie? Everyone's talking about the, the no. it's just came no. out. It's, it's like an animated spider spider man in the spider verse like spider man yeah it's and it yeah. everybody is saying it's like the most amazing movie it's just like beautiful oh, wow. it looks like it was created by artists like every frame of it is a beautiful piece of art is it like, ai I don't no, know. yeah right <laughs> yeah it's like spider-man <laughs> eating spaghetti you ever see, see those will smith eating spaghetti ai videos yeah. Yeah. Trump eating yeah, an octopus. It's like so disturbing. Yeah, so disturbing. <laughs> I love it. Um, no, I hadn't seen it. Someone did post something about it though, actually. But I've never been a huge fan of Spider-Man. I like Batman. Yeah. He's, it, he's... yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um 
but but yeah but that's that's i guess that's what i'm saying it's like i'm seeing it from just all these people who are like i'm not an animation fan i'm not a superhero fan it's just amazing so like from different types of people not like uh because i i don't i don't i haven't seen any of the superhero movies or comic book i've seen any of them i'm not even bad well okay yeah but like you know Okay. All right. I watched the Batman one, I think. but I don't remember. Yeah, I saw Joker, but I mean, all like Thank the, you. the DC. The shit ones. The... Yeah. <laughs> I just haven't, uh, I just was never that into superheroes when I was a kid. So, no, I mean, yeah, I was me a either. little bit, but not like crazy. They just, they, yeah. they just, I like the monsters. I was just so all about the monsters, but yeah, I've always. No, I've always been about the villains. This is yeah. like, no matter what it is, I just, I always like the villains Same the most. Here. Yeah, yeah. They're so much more interesting to me. It's like. They're always more interesting. They're always more complicated. You usually get to see their background story. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're not just, like heroes seem to be these one dimensional beings that just come along and they, they're just going to save the day. Right. And it's like, okay, cool. But yeah, the, the villains are more complex. They're usually like. They have some redeeming qualities, but they're also do evil things. And so you have this in your mind, you're like, you're not quite sure how you yeah. feel about yeah, what get, they're doing. It's better. Yeah. Like elicits more complex emotions in you because it's like, you kind it of feels more real. Yeah. 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 You kind of empathize with them, but then they're bad and you don't like what they're doing. So that's always, yeah. I don't know. I just, you know, I'm always, I always say the, the example of the garden of earthly delights, the Hieronymus Hieronymus Bosch painting. Yeah. It's like yeah. everyone talks about the hell side. No one ever talks about the other, you know, the other parts. So true. It's like there's yeah. it's so much like, cooler. It's just <laughs> just cool. so much more interesting. <laughs> so true. Yeah. <laughs> but uh so okay, yeah. so 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 let's go back to the, the to the beginning. You 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 with your uh oh, yeah. your your art in school, your uh 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 you, oh, yeah. you're not getting into art yeah. and until you were 28. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. So, sorry yeah. to make you talk about this again, but uh, once no, we no, get past okay. this, we'll be good. It's still recording. I'm keeping an eye on this. So we're all good. Oh yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So primary school. Oh yeah. No. Uh, yeah. So I always had the creative impulse um, and I did draw and stuff. And that was what was more giving me that praise. Mm-hmm. I said like teachers would pull my mom aside and be like, Okay, like she's really, really good at this. Mm. Um, and then, you know, I'd be like, ooh, little dopamine kick. Um, <laughs> and so that would be, that kind of like kept me into it. But I I even remember in high school, I one year I didn't choose art. Like we, when we were having electives, I didn't choose art. And I still, I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, I was so fucking lost in high school, so it's not that much of a surprise. But like I think back on that, I'm like, I can't believe I didn't choose it. That was so weird. And then... I went back and was doing it again, but, and oh my God, high school. Oh, Jesus Christ. My poor teacher. Some of the things that I would, that I, oh my God, that I um, submitted, like she, I mean, it's lucky that she's a female, I guess, but yeah, some stuff was like pretty not okay considering my age. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I was just like, I don't know. That's just weird, I guess weird weird yeah yeah it sounds like you had a uh, uh the creative bug and you were naturally um interested in 
more weird shit than maybe yeah. the average kid or especially the average little girl. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> let me, I, I've got this. I was trying to think about like origins of like the dark art, I guess one story that I fucking, it just makes me laugh so much. And I really wish that I could read it to this day. It's like, oh, I'd love to know what I put teachers through having to read that. <clears throat> Cause there was like this scholarship to get into my high school. Cause I went to like a fancy high school and um, we had to write a story. They gave us a picture and you had to write a story about it. And the picture was of a bike, right? Mm -hmm. And then <laughs> I wrote this story about somebody getting into this horrific bike accident. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and I just remember the details of like, you know, like the spokes and like getting wrapped up inside the metal frame and like, all this insane shit that I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, can you imagine reading that from like a 12 year old girl? Like, it's insane. You, oh you were you like a, did you dress like a goth kid or anything? Or, or, or... I did in later years. Okay. So you kind of got I like, yeah. Yeah. I, I remember watching the craft in grade six and I was like, oh my, like I was obsessed with Nancy. I thought uh, she was so cool. You know, I worked on that, right? Did you really? Yeah. Oh no! Actually, I, I think you mentioned it in yeah, a podcast yeah. recently. Yeah, they they yeah. took they they uh, cut out the thing I did though. I did like an old age makeup on oh. the on the. Uh, Which one? It was the, the the there was like a a medium. They went and saw a medium or something. I don't remember. A psychic. I haven't watched you know? it in so long. I don't even know if the yeah. the scene at all got in there, but I did this really cool old age makeup on. Uh, do you ever see As Good As It Gets? Do you ever see that movie? Jack Nicholson. Uh, the guy with OCD. He's got OCD and Jack Nicholson has OCD. Oh, my God. It's such a great movie. You guys see it. It's from the 90s. I'll, no, I I'll, know it. I know it, but I don't think I've seen it. I'll watch Soul and Invader Zim. Okay. You watch As Good As It Gets. Oh, my God. Yes, please. Everybody should watch Invader Zim. Yes. Invader Zim, everybody. I, I've been... I've... Invader, Zim, Invader Zim, I think, has been one of the biggest influences on me for many, many reasons. Yeah, I'm um, going to watch it. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Aside, like, it, yeah, it's amazing. The music, like, the, the, the visual, the aesthetic, mm -hmm. and then the voice actor for Zim is just, like, it's... It's so funny. It's great. Okay, I'm gonna watch it. Anyway, the, the woman, Sorry. the yep. woman who I did the makeup on is in as good as it oh. gets. She's like, I think she's a neighbor. It's like a short Hispanic woman. Um, anyway, okay. so anyway, so so, but my friend Binky did like, Nancy. what's that? <laughs> was it Nancy? No. Was <laughs> I Nancy? I think it was. I don't. I don't. The remember. bad one, the easy one. I I haven't seen it since it first came out. I I, I should watch it again. My friend Bike Jim Bikey, he's been on. He's one he, my best friend. He's been on the show. He's uh, he did that where her hair, hair fell out. Oh wow! Did you remember that where her? Yeah, I vaguely one remember girl's that. Yeah, hair fell out, and uh, there was some yeah, the other... main girl. The and then she changes her hair color at one time, and then I anyway. It's like her hair. Her one, head right? gets all like scabby or but it's. And her hair, I don't remember. Anyway. Yeah, she's got those like crazy smile lines up to the side. That one? I don't, I don't remember. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to write that down we too. We've got a I movie to that it. we both only vaguely remember. But so anyway, anyways, you, you, what we were talking sure. about is you're in the 
the craft the movie yes gothy so i yeah i saw that before uh, sorry at the end of primary school and i was like it's just straight away i was like wow that they're fucking cool like everything <laughs> they were wearing the makeup like i was like yeah but then i, I was like kind of too scared to do it at school until way later basically mm-hmm. and then i did become kind of gothy okay <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get Good. into art then because you said you didn't I mean, you didn't get into uh, really pursuing your artwork until you were 28. Yeah. How how did this happen? So it was like a slow, like just dipping my toe for years kind of situation where I even in, how old was I? I don't know. I can't do the maths, but yeah, in um, 2010, Okay. All right. So I would have been like 23. Yeah. No, 22, 23. Anyways, whatever. So I did a diploma of visual arts and Mm. I I really enjoyed that. But, you know, and that was the first time that I'd really oil painted. And then I kind of like, I would just do stuff, but I never really like committed to it. I never like tried. And that I think has been one of my biggest issues over my entire life is like, not just like really giving it everything and so yeah i just kind of dabbled and then years later at the end or at the end of um 2015 was when i'd had this like like realization of yeah this is this is what i want to do i've just been resisting it forever yeah and i was like all right well i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna do it then like i'm gonna do it every day and yeah and even then and then at the time i was in new york and i moved to Mexico for like four months. I lived there for four months and I just drew and painted every single day for four months. And even, and in that time, the difference was massive. Like it was by the end of it, I was like, Whoa, like I've like, I've noticeably improved in drawing months. Yeah. So it was like really, yeah, it was crazy. And so I was like, this is it. And the thing is, I like, you know, I've always been like quite obsessive, I've quite an obsessive kind of brain. Mm-hmm. And I just realized that I like I obsess over all this other stuff and I never obsessed over this thing that like matters to me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like why not, why not use that? Like yeah. this is a superpower that I have that I could use to get better at something. And so that was kind of like the beginning of that. Um, but yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's like, uh, it's funny because, you know, being that I'm old, 2015, you know, when you get older, it's like 2015 doesn't seem that long ago to me. I know. <laughs> it's like the older you get, especially, it's like it, it gets faster and faster and it's like, you know. Totally. Holy shit. No, it doesn't seem like that long ago. It kind of isn't, but Yeah, that's like, what, eight years ago? I mean, that's... It's that's, eight years ago. So you've been... It depends on who you talk Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> Yeah, like the first eight years of your like life take forever. Those seem like yeah, exactly. You know, long well, like somebody school, school some, year scene. Somebody recently was like, "Oh, have you been painting a long time?" I was like, "Oh, not really, like eight years." Yeah. And his face, I was like, "Oh, the only reason I don't feel like it's a lot is because I talk to people that have been painting for like, you know, ten, yeah. twenty years." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And eight years is like, a good. Eight years is a good long there. time. Yeah, that's a that's. That's a, that's a good amount of time. So you, but, but it's like, it's also been eight years of you busting your ass and really 
working hard too, yeah. like committing, committing and really, you know, going for it. Not yeah. just dabbling, yeah. you know? No, I wasn't just dabbling. It was like, I would work, you know, work on the weekends and then five days a week. That was all I wow. did. You know, and I think I could have benefited like I wasn't until 2018 that I did a painting course with some teachers and I learned so much in just, I think that was nine days, just mm. in nine days, huge. So I kind of wish that I'd just been doing that straight from the beginning, right. just like workshops and done heaps of those. Right. Because you just learn like at an exponential rate. Was it in a, a in-person classes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. kind of the best yeah. to hundred percent. You know, see see yeah. see what they're doing right up at close or have them correct you right there, you know? Yeah. No, it's it's better. And you're and you're surrounded by other people and they ask questions and you learn from their questions and you learn from their right. way of doing it. like the whole thing is like this big um symbiotic mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Progression. I agree. Yeah. It's like an energy thing um it is it's fucking fun like i've done i've done quite a few work, workshops and i really like i love doing them i yeah i would i would i don't see a reason to not keep doing them yeah they're great they're great um so yeah. what how did you i mean when did you start showing your work how long after oh i basically straight away <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because i've heard you say like a million times like you know, don't show too early or whatever, but yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sharer. I'm yeah. a sharer. So. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, a. Uh, that's how it goes these days. It's kind of what everybody does, you know, yeah, true. I, I did it, you know, when I started I, my first paintings, I, I was showing them at, at like yeah. any shows I could get in. So I, I get it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's just, they're just so different now that like, yeah right i don't regret it and like it's it, you know it was fun and like so many people were really really supportive so it was amazing but now like on my website like, i can't have any of it on my website yeah it's, right it's different so right. yeah yeah that's a that's a point everyone comes to as an artist is yeah. like when you get to the point where you're like okay i gotta get rid of the old stuff off my website yeah <laughs> Yeah, clarify your like aesthetic. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Which I think I'm still working on. Like, I, I have no delusions about being like there, but yeah, it's but, much more there. Yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. These are your no, like, no. your these are your your best pieces yet. So yeah. I mean, these are to me these paintings are are like your most most fully realized vision seems yeah. like to me you know yeah i think yeah they're closer to like what i think i'm working towards mm. if that makes sense. yeah they're definitely a lot so i'm happy good good i mean were you were you getting in shows and, and how'd you start how'd you how'd you start get you um, i just did everything like i've always just done everything myself basically um you mean yeah. selling stuff like online or what um yeah or well, doing the exhibitions i it, you know i had people i had friends that owned bars and so i showed in bars 
or there was um, the first one that I did was this really awesome bar that has changed its vibe a bit now. But anyways, it was, it was super cool in Melbourne, and they always had like a they have resident artists for um, month long shows. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I did one first one there, and then yeah, I haven't really been in any show. Oh, except for the Dark Art Emporium. Oh, okay, which I've done. I've done three of their shows. Yeah, it's got to um, be which is amazing. <laughs> yeah, they're great. They're great. Um, it's it's got to be. It's an added difficulty living in Australia when all the shows are in America. So annoying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish I could just go. Like I just want to go and check. Like I want to go and visit these galleries. Yeah, you just—I mean—you just, I mean, just got to go to LA. That's where you know all the dark oh, art LA. galleries are, pretty much. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Oh, I was lucky enough to have gone to um, Last Rites when it was in New York. Oh, cool! Yeah, that's amazing. So fucking grateful that I got to do that. Yeah, that what—that's what—that was an incredible gallery. It's crazy. Insane! It was so cool. You'll probably never it's see another gallery like that in your life. <laughs> it was really no kind of a once in a life. Well, Dark Art Emporium has a similar vibe, not as yeah. maybe extreme as Paul's place. That one was it was like it felt like you were walking to a church or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I saw the. He had two different galleries. I think maybe I saw the first one. Um, no, I yeah, there was a second yeah. one that I. I I don't think I saw, but uh, Dark Art Emporium is like you're walking in the Haunted Mansion. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. really nice. It's super, you know, uh, got a cool, creepy vibe. Yeah. You know, um, whereas Copro is more like traditional gallery that's showing dark art. Right. You know, okay. A little more well, traditional. Um, I did get to go to the Geiger Museum as well, Geiger Museum. So. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh my god. And the and the and the Bexinski, So you know. Are you serious? A little spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. You know, uh, Carrie, who I just had on the podcast, she. Yes, I heard her say. Yeah, she she sent me pictures. Um, oh, did she? Yeah. We weren't allowed to take photos when I was there. Really? She sent me a ton yeah. of pictures. <laughs> Maybe she was sneaking Huge. them. <laughs> i'm so jealous we, yeah when i was there i was like trying to sneak my phone up and like i got a couple of like dodgy photos but yeah yeah we weren't allowed to like the, the security guy was like well and truly onto me what well, what well, uh same with the giger museum too yeah same with giger really that's yeah. so weird so annoying it's not like that at all anywhere around here i know that's strange. No, that was really unusual. What are people saying? But maybe they just want people to be there, or or they want people. You know what? In, in fact, some museums could stand to like put in that rule because when you go to like the the MoMA, for example, trying to like look at a painting and there's a million uh, phones right. going in front of you taking photos. It's just yeah. like annoying. Yeah. So, you know, maybe it's for the best. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. But you know, even if you post a picture online, it's still not the same as being there in person. So, you know, true. But it does separate you from your experience if you're just like looking at it through a phone and right. getting a good photo. And, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? definitely. 
Wow. Well, that's cool. Um, I'm jealous. Yes. Thought I'd rub it in. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, talk about the show you got coming up. Um, yes. So the whole, like, uh, well, I'm doing it with my friend, uh, Oscar Heathmore. Mm. He's a Newcastle artist, um, which is another part of New South Wales. I'm in New South Wales. Um, but he's about six hours away from me. Okay. Um, yeah. And his art is like, it's, it's amazing. It's very like, I guess it's yeah more visionary, but it, it's, it's, really beautifully painted bright colors and um yeah it's just it's really cool it's it's sick i think it'll i think we'll look really good together yeah our work but um yeah and i really like because i was going to just do one on my own and then i I was like actually it makes more sense to do it with someone else because then you're kind of like doubling your audience yeah plus you don't have to Um, make as many pieces (laughs) yeah and, and it's more fun. Like, it's just fun doing shows with, you know, other people that you're kind of yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and so um, James thought, suggested him and, and and James, my partner, and I was like, ooh, I don't know. Like, he's so good, though. It'll... <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I, I feel not as good next to him. But then I was like, no, it's good. Like, that's, it's yeah, that's, that's how you rise to it. Yeah, that's how you push push to the uh rising to the occasion you gotta push yourself like that yeah and you did it you did it and yeah 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 so yeah it should be really cool and yeah i so that i had that title in my head um the in shadow realms Mm -hmm. title because it's all shadow work kind of based but then when i like said to him about like oh what are we going to call the show I was like, I don't really know how to say. It. I basically was like, you can, like, we can call it whatever you want, but I'm calling my part that. So, yeah. <laughs> like, so you know, what do you want to call it? And he was like, no, my work's kind of realmy, so that works. Oh, so <laughs> it's like cool. the 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 name of the show for both both artists. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for our whole show. Um. Yeah. So it's exciting. How'd you go I about coming coming up with the the work? What was the process? Oh, uh, with the ideas? Yeah. Um, did you just kind of wing it and just come up with things that, I mean, resonated with you? Or did you kind of have like a theme or was it a yeah color it theme was that, or is it? I remember I, I, um, well, there was a color theme, yes. Sorry, well, there was supposed to be, but I <laughs> have broken that theme. I broke it a few times. That's Actually, good. at one stage, I looked at everything and I was like, hang on a second, I have keep resisting the color blue and the whole point was the color blue right <laughs> um, but it, it was like classic avoidant pers- uh, avoidant attachment style where i was like oh blue nah that's you know and then i would do something red and i was like this is this is just classic me <laughs> but even in, the color, even in the color world i'm right. still like trying to suppress those that spectrum of emotion but um yeah so the 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 Blue was supposed to be the kind of the glue because it represented the darkness. I guess it represented like the shadow mm-hmm. side. Um, and yeah, the all the pieces. I don't know. Yeah, they just kind of come. Like one of them, I had. 
I've done, I do photo shoots with models and mm. then I like look at them and then things sort of come to me that way. Do you conceive um, of the, of the pieces when you have the models there or do you have the ideas beforehand and then you set them up or? Um, I have had them beforehand and then set them up, but, uh, most of the time it's looking at the photo. Like I just take a bunch of different poses and I'll have like a little library of kind of different poses that I want them to do. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest benefits of working with people who are already used to modeling though, is that they just do poses that look cool mm-hmm. naturally. Yeah. Right. And then those trigger ideas. Yeah. So, yeah. I've been lucky that some of the people I've worked with are like very naturally good at posing. That's what, you know, Steve Clef? Yeah. Um, he, uh, he, Steve. Yeah, Steve. Steve's awesome. He's, he's, <laughs> uh, he's also does the mentorship. And, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I know. I spoke to him recently about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, and he's, he's, he's awesome. But he, he, um, he said the same. Where he, where it becomes like when you're working with models, it it can become like a collaborative thing. Like you'll have an idea, but they'll kind of like add to it, and and that's so yeah, that's such a fun way of working. Especially as artists, generally we're so like solitary, and yes. you know, and, yeah. and and then when you get an opportunity to work with someone, it's like it, it opens up your creativity a lot. I think totally. You know. Yeah. Well, I, I like yeah. I, I don't really ever have this like thing that I come in and go, all right, you know, you gotta, you gotta do this, but, or this is the idea or anything like that. I I mean, I have certain things that I always say that I like, like, I don't like slack hands. Mm -hmm. They have to be, Mm. you know, things like that. That's all, that's all I really kind of say. So that's like kind of your sketching process in a way, in a way. Yeah, kind of. Setting up shots. Yeah. I saw your, your comment today where you like, that's where you doodle or Right. That's where you're come from. But I realize like my doodles are such worlds away from what I paint. Like they're just, they're very cartoony. Mm-hmm. And unless I'm actually like sitting down to do a drawing. Right. But just doodling, it's like, it's, they're really not like what I paint. And I remember that being like a bit of an issue for me years ago where I was like, I don't understand how people kind of marry the two. Like mine right. just look. Well, but the- I guess. And stuff, so. I, I brought I said that because you know you made such a you made a great point and we should plug your patreon too because it was on your your patreon yeah. which is what is your patreon it's a uh, patreon.com uh, patreon slash ash dog a-s-h-d-a-r-q okay so uh <laughs> you're very active on it which is great um yeah. but you, you you mentioned that you see things uh you'll see something that's not really there as a, as a point of inspiration. And some of my best ideas have come that way where like, I'm seeing something, you see something just for a split second. Like you see something weird. I, for, I, I forgot what you call the, the, the name. The pareidolia. Was that? Pareidolia where you see Par- faces. And stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Pareidolia. It's like, I have that a lot. Like I'll see something in a tree or something just like out of the corner of my eye. And it's like a split second. You get it. You see some weird face or something. You're like, Oh man, I got to draw, draw that or something. But the way I do it with my sketching is that I just doodle, doodle, doodle and screw around. And there's like one little, sometimes I'll see like a mistake or something in the mess that looks like something. And then I'll kind of take, pull that out and keep further developing it. 
but but a lot of a lot of i think my coolest ideas were uh are miss seeing something accidentally <laughs> you know yeah yeah it seems to be i think i know it's like that's a natural thing is seeing faces and stuff mm -hmm. but then yeah when I, that's what i realized and i guess what i wrote the post about was like when i look at faces and especially when they're on those different angles and stuff you start to see stuff in them I right don't know. yeah yeah the face is already there so my brain makes makes up other things mm -hmm. i guess mm -hmm. so really yeah i mean I, I like yeah i love portraiture and i like painting people but i also think that just painting people is boring so i like you know <laughs> making it weirder <laughs> yeah 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 you're i mean why did you why have you gone so weird you know, because it's like you, you could, you could, you could just have, you could just have painted portraits, you know, yeah. but you're definitely like in this trippy, you're, you know, yeah. bright colors and, and really uh, uh, not, you know, you're not concerned with, uh, you know, really? traditional natural colors and things, you know, you're, right. it's like all, everything's like crazy colors which is great. I love it. But I'm just curious, what, what do you think led you to that? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I mean, like did you, I, when I, you started, did you try like painting normal things or was it like always in your head that yeah. it's these weird dreamlike images? Yeah. My first show is all like pretty standard. Oh, it's not standard portraiture, but it was just like people in scenes, mm -hmm. you know, like, um, cause I like painting the human body and I like, I mean, I'm more interested in human than like landscape, for example, mm -hmm. really just God. Anyways, like, I just, I don't know. I just so bored by it when I'm doing it. Um, landscape? But people, yeah. Yeah. I, like I, people, some people do it amazingly. I know. They make I know. It cool. I've never been but I'm like, drawn to it myself. <laughs> yeah. And people have even but told me you should. Like them. I know people, people even said like, you should do landscapes. And it's like, I just, I don't have a feeling for it. You know, I just, yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't yeah. compel me. Yeah. I wonder if it's like to do with that wanting to connect to people thing, like from having like an avoidant household mm. that you grow up. In. Maybe like it's, it's like wanting to connect with people. I think it's something like that. Cause yeah. it's like, it's almost like infantile that I'm like, I like faces, you know, yeah, cause right. it's the first thing. <laughs> as kids but um yeah there's just something about it and it's not enough if it's just a face i'm like i know that you can like still analyze it and stuff but it's still not mysterious enough really mm -hmm. for me it's just a little too whatever i don't know i need i like there being a bit of a story whatever mm -hmm. it is but i mean you know you could have a, a story of just a woman with the hat you know but it's like you know you, you, <laughs> i i, yeah. I i'm not criticizing obviously this is what i do too it's no like, no, no I'm, i know i'm into this kind of stuff so i'm just curious yeah. like why you think you were drawn yeah to why not so weird the, the weird side of things you know the a weird i think uh, expression yeah of things i don't know but it probably is i think probably does come from like being interested of uh, being into cartoons and stuff uh, like this, there's this, I think the fantasy I just like the aspect. story and I have all, a very, 
I am very story story oriented. Mm-hmm. Like I like um, for me the movies that I like, they're all it's all character. Yeah. Like if I don't like the characters, then I just I don't care. Like I just yeah. I don't give a shit. You yeah, know? I can't do a visual movie. It has to have character development, and I have to yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. I think it's something to do with that. It's something to think about for sure. Yeah, because I mean, it's, it's like you know, it's the realm of fantasy. You know, the imaginal mm. realms that you mm. know. I think a lot of us as dark artists are painting. Really, you know, this kind of fantasy, sort of imaginary dream yeah, world. Yeah, surreal. You know? Yeah. 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 I know it's like a, a, that. I don't like the word fantasy because it's got this association with stuff that doesn't, I feel like doesn't relate to my artwork at all, but that's what it is kind of, you know, yeah. it is a good yeah. way to describe it, but, um, fantastical. Yeah. Yeah. That's Beck Shinsky's thing was the, his fantastic period, which I don't know. <laughs> that, that doesn't sound right either to me, but I mean, it doesn't matter no. ultimately, but the weird thing about the idea of fantasy as a category is like it's regarded as like escapism in a way and it's like i don't feel mm. like i don't feel like that that that's maybe what i one of the things i don't like it also sounds very like light on the light side of things to fantasy it's like fairies mm. and stuff which is all yeah. fine but i just don't feel like it relates to my work but it's like i i don't feel like these painting your paintings here or what i'm doing or a lot of dark artists are about escapism at all it's like the opposite but it is still mm. in the fantasy kind of realm you know so yeah maybe the idea that fantasy is escapism is just bullshit maybe that's what i'm saying <laughs> cuz dream cuz like dreams are fantasy too but they're deep and serious and they're not yeah you know you're facing things yeah well yeah depends on the dream i guess yeah yeah true <laughs> but i mean it's all but, in the fantasy realm it's in your it's kind of in your head and it's but it's like i don't think i don't know how often i've ever really thought about it as fantasy you know what i'm saying i think of, you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. it's like it's not traditional reality-based stuff you know yeah, uh, unreality yeah, yeah unreality man that's better than fantasy unreality i like that better it <laughs> <laughs> sounds weirder <laughs> fantasy makes me think of like swords and shit for some reason yeah yeah so. exactly or swords and sorcerers and like, fairies and yeah. trolls but which is i'm i like too that's cool yeah. but it's not really yeah no it is it is cool you know i like more psychologically yeah i think that's what oh, maybe that's what it is i don't know like I, I yeah i should think more about these things but it is more psychological yeah and i think when it's just a portrait i mean it's just a representation it's not the same as there being and i know that it still implies stuff and the color implies stuff i don't know it just it's not enough yeah i feel exactly the same way it's not enough mm. that's like a really good way to say it it's just not, it's yeah. not enough to do a normal yeah. portrait, but, <laughs> but I, I so appreciate just straight portraiture, you know, I, especially when it's done really well, it's so impressive. I just yeah. feel like, you know, to me, and it sounds, it sounds like, 
I feel like kind of embarrassed to say it. Like it sounds adolescent or something, but, but it's like, I would, I would love this if it was some kind of monstery thing, (laughs) you know, just like, I can't help it. I can't help it. That's what I, that's what I love. It's so, I just think it's so cool. And when you can, and when you can do that and have it not be, not be immature when you can do it and have it be Mm -hmm. like as mature as a, you know, straight serious portrait. I think that's when it's really successful. I was just thinking then, like if if you did a straight portrait, but you had like, like a really, um, what's the word? Like if it was really stylized, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But just, yeah, I think, and, and it's something that I feel myself working more towards because I really love stylized figures. Like yeah. just, just a realistic depiction of a person is like, it's cool, but it's not like just take a photo, you know, whereas if and you start to, people start to stylize them a lot, like. Yeah. You, know, you're not seeing that in reality. That's the other thing. It's like. Yeah. Then know. it's, then it's fucking cool. Cause then you can see all the. You're seeing something that you can't normally see, which is cool. You know, yeah. uh, um, whereas like a figure or a, fa- a regular face, it's like you're seeing that all the time. So it's not as. Yes. But. It doesn't pack as much or something. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know I've mentioned this to you before in the in the in the mentorship classes, but it's I think I've mentioned it to you because I've mentioned it to other students before. It's like. When you are. Doing like weird colors and weird creatures your figures are not white people you know it's like it takes race out of it yeah yeah you know which is i kind of feel like with the monster stuff i do it's like suddenly it's not a racial issue and it's like as white white people generally most of the people you know are white just culturally so it's like those are your models you know a lot of times if they're your friends and stuff so it's like you know, cause I, cause I remember early on, I was like, when I was try- sort of figuring out what I was going to do, I was like, I don't just want to paint white people portraits. Yeah, <laughs> It's like, it's fine. You know, it's, but it's yeah. like, I don't know. I like to yeah, be someone able to, else can do it. Yeah. I like to be able to just like go totally outside of that. Not yeah, having even I think, that be an yeah, issue, I like- you know? It's a, just to be like more of a human archetype than right. like a yeah. literal, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, I agree. It takes that kind of cultural aspect out of it. And, and, and people can, um, anybody can project onto it then. Right. It's also, more, yeah, it's more open to everybody, yeah. I think, in a way, Right. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And also, but you yeah, know, no, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say that's that's also been kind of a benefit of painting women that have like short hair or or bald, mm-hmm. um, because some people like mostly guys see them as guys. Oh yeah, yeah, I did that on one of your paintings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that projection yeah, thing, you know, yeah, yeah, right? We see ourselves and everything. Yeah, so. yeah, that's interesting. Uh, 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 I was going to say something. I had a good one. I had a good thing to say. Um, never mind. It's gone. It's my, I want one time, one time every show I forget something <laughs> at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a custom. It's a tradition. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> His signature style. Oh, it was something about dark art. It was, uh, yeah, my signature styles. I forget one thing at least every episode. <laughs> no, it's it was something about, oh, oh, dark art being universal too in a way, you know, because yes. everybody, but it's like, I guess you could say this about lots of things, but dark art, dark creepy weird shit like that feelings of of uh emotion you know dark emotions which i think a lot of this kind of work is expressing yes. is common to yeah. everybody every single person no any oh, it, i mean and yeah, mo it, and it's like a big part of really most everybody. people's lives you know if you look at the whole yes. world on a whole you know like we're in the one percent of the world compared to, you know, yeah. most of the world is starving and totally poor. So it's like, oh, it's a huge... The human experience is literally suffering. That is yeah. the one thing that connects everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody dies. Everybody loses somebody they love. And yeah, it's... Everybody's scared at some point. Everybody's scared. No one knows what they're doing. Yeah. It's something that's comforting for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, yeah, everybody... That's just, and life is indifferent. Like nature is indifferent. It's violent and aggressive and uncaring. And we are here trying to like do something cool and then we die. And so <laughs> a lot of people struggle with that. Yeah. Just that concept. And I think that's why it's universal though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, absolutely. It's part of life. But nature is caring in this sense. Animals take care well, of care of their care of their uh yeah. their young. It's true. And that's part yeah. of nature. That's almost like nature's caring comes from the creatures caring for each well, other. Well the that's like nature nature's uncaring in the sense that things are chaotic oh, and yeah. unpredictable mm. and there's no control. Um but I guess the caring aspect that's and, and it's such a like it's such a what's the word like it's a common thing that's oh what's that word it's like a trope a common trope yeah. but like love is that thing that exists in the universe that is it's you know it's also semi-wild and unpredictable but it's what makes people keep going right yeah so it, it's the only antidote to all of the chaos of life right but the thing is about love is that it's also can, uh, it's, that's a th another thing that bothers me is love gets tossed around as like this weak thing, like this weak, yeah. you know, not strong, but it's like, it, it's, it's, it, it can destroy you. It can totally mm. destroy you. It's like you putting yourself in danger when you let yourself love someone. You get danger right. of being hurt in all kinds of different ways. And it's also like a thing that can like, uh, you know, you, you, people can lift yeah. cars up. It makes you vulnerable. They love, it may, yeah, it makes you vulnerable, but it also can make you like do amazing superhuman things because you're love, yeah. you know, for your child or whatever. So it's like totally just this idea that love is this weak thing. I guess yeah. maybe, maybe that's... Uh, Kind of a, a, you have to be brave yeah right like you have to you have to be brave because you have to like there's there is risk involved there's risk of 
pain and, you know, and there's risk of embarrassment. There's, mm-hmm. there's heaps of risks. That's like, yeah, that's one of those things that's, that's, that's such a classic, like, avoidant household <laughs> thing. It's all, you know, any of those kinds of emotions, like, have made me uncomfortable over the years. But it's like you're more of, I'm trying not to say that word, hang on, you're more like it's more it's weaker to resist it because you're scared of getting hurt yeah, exactly that's the whole thing give another word yeah that's like with these um, yeah exactly these... That, that makes you more that makes you yeah I, I just have to say make you more of a pussy to avoid it right <laughs> you know <laughs> exactly not not less yeah which is so it's so obviously that that is so obviously the case that it's it's trips me out that that there's this whole like bro culture with these yes. Andrew Tate types and, and these incel types. Ooh, it's like yeah. how it's like so obvious that these people are scared and weak. Yes. Broken. And broken. Yeah. It's just, it's like, it's but, sad. Yeah, I mean, you have to, you have to, it is sad. You have, cause you have to have, um, you got to think about it from what, like, why do they, why do they respond to those things? Cause yeah, they're scared. They're hurt. They, I don't know. It's every like it's all it's that pendulum swinging thing. Yeah, you know. And I think I think everybody having like this really strong opinion about stuff just forces the other people to have the opposite. Yeah, opinion. I know. I know. Everybody it's, wants to fight over everything, and it's the internet a, is just getting worse and worse. It really like I don't it's know. Such that a mess. Me out. It's like I I think yeah. I think about that too. It's like okay. You, you see someone saying some horrible shit, some horrible, yeah. racist, terrible thing. And then you respond in a way that's natural. You respond in right. the other way. And it just makes that person more defensive, right? Yes. So you're pushing them further that way. But then if you, it's like, there's no other way. It's like almost like this is the way it has to go for some reason. It's just like because because we're all we're looking for this alternative, like, and then you've got the the alternative is people that are like, I'm in the center. Yeah, I'm yeah. in the center. I'm logical and I'm in the center and I see both sides. It's like you can't see both sides of horrible shit like Nazism and no, stuff. That's true. You can't engage yeah. in Nazis and be like, oh, I see your point no, you about killing the Jews. It. It's like it's like Yeah, you can't condone it. But there's <laughs> but there's also ways of of dealing with it where you can actually get people to recognize that they're stuck in this like unconscious yeah, spewing of hate based on probably something really ridiculous or but the, the thing is I think the problem is that having zero patience, zero empathy and zero understanding for each other, which is the right. internet just makes everybody dig their heels deeper. And so yeah. even though you can't condone that stuff, you also like just spitting hate back doesn't yeah, work. I know it's like, so, but that's, but that's the, but this comes to my, what I always say, you can't win. This is my theory no, on life. You can't win. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's rigged. No. You can't win. It's like, you can't win. <laughs> that's it's the one so thing true. I always come back to. It's like, you just can't yes. win. So it's like you got to just you know that, do your best because <laughs> that's all yeah, you can do. Yeah, you just got to – that's all you can do and you can't fight every battle. That's the other thing. Right. So you know that um, – it's pretty of a contentious thing to bring up, but that uh, West Barrow 
Westboro oh, yeah. Baptist, Baptist Church. Yeah, Group, it was crazy. Yeah, so People. hectic. Like what they, I mean, I don't know if there's still a thing, but it's insane what that what they yeah, were doing. Totally or insane. Do or whatever. But um, one of those girls that was part of it, like she grew up in that family, she's not part of it anymore. Or yeah. And the way that she out was from people like being patient and reasonable with her and it just trying to oh. get her to see the other side. And then she like, it was like she woke up. She wow. was like, God, I can't believe I've been doing this. Like it's insane. You yeah. Know? That's interesting. That makes me think that there's hope for anybody if the right, like, I'm not saying that I'm qualified to do that at all. Cause I get very, yeah. people arc me up, but so I know I'm not the right person, but somebody is, and they should be out there fighting the good fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, one thing I, I think everyone can do is that when a person, uh, comes out of some, some kind of like cult, like thinking in that way and, and becomes aware and, and kind of was like, Oh, that was wrong. I, is, is it yeah. you you everyone should be willing to like go it's cool you can come come on in whereas a lot of people now are just like you did it once yeah you're, un you're unforgivable out. yeah you're that yeah. and that is like very wrong very wrong thing to yeah, do. yeah i agree but yeah anyway how does this relate to dark art <laughs> i don't know well because this is what dark art you know this yes. is why it exists yeah yeah i, I kind of think there are a lot of broken people in the world yeah, and I, and I sort of think that because uh, um, I, I only say that half joking because it's like that's that's kind of what led us into this conversation. But I really think like in a way as well that artwork can get through to people on this weird subconscious level that maybe yeah. talking to them even can't. It's like this weird form of communication, you know, to where where you yeah. may not be able to uh, break through to someone with words you could maybe do it with art because it's it's yeah. it hits you in a different place you know well it's it's pretty primal like our visual the visual communication was more important at one stage than um right talk, you know like that's a relatively new thing in our uh whatever the word is development <laughs> Ev evolution evolution yeah. <laughs> and and it's yeah, also so, the, it's also the happens before you learn to communicate when you're a baby you know you see things before you i don't know you cry that's a form of communication true but you know what i'm saying um Wait, can you hear the vacuuming upstairs no or not no i can't hear oh no they've, they've stopped it that's all right oh, so <laughs> we we'll... live under the head somebody else and, and <laughs> i said to her do you mind just not vacuuming or anything between these times <laughs> Oops. Anyways. What time is it? Um ten forty AM. Oh. Oh, you got up early for this. Yeah. No, I get up early every morning though, so it's just Oh, okay. You're not a late yeah. dark art person that stays up late? No, I used to be I spent like ten years doing shift work and stuff, so I'd be go to bed like really late. Um but Oh my God. I just, the last, before I moved from Melbourne, I was just like, I desperately want a normal, like, I want to be a healthy wake up at 6 a.m. person. Mm -hmm. And so I love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I do too. Moving to, the, moving to the coast is so nice. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, it's all coast Australia, but, like, you know, well, it's not all coast, but anyway. <laughs> beach life, beach regional town life, is it's so different to where I was, but, yeah, yeah it's nice. I, I miss the ocean. That's where, where I grew up was, like, a coastal town. And now I'm up inland in, near the mountains. Yeah. I thought, ah, I thought you still were... No, I mean, it's, you know, I'm in Southern California, so it's not, it's an hour drive. I can get to the beach, but I used to live, oh, wow. I used to live right on the coast, like, you know, like a walk to the beach yeah. practically. Yeah. Okay. So I yeah. grew up, grew up with that 10, yeah. 10 degrees cooler everywhere. Are you, you never know. a sappy? <laughs> no, all the, this, I, I, I thought I was at one point. I thought about learning to surf and the surfers, like I've said this many times, the surfers were the jocks in my school. Yeah. Totally. They were like the assholes. The surfers were the fucking yeah. assholes, man. They were, they were, my, you know, just like the, the bullies. They were not yeah. the cool yeah. people like fast times at Ridgemont high guy, Jeff Spicoli, <laughs> the, you know, fast oh. times. at <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. It's probably oh, before your time. <laughs> you ever seen fast times at Ridgemont high? That's another no, one you got to see. It's I don't even know what you're saying. Fast, fast time. times at Ridgemont High. It's got Sean Penn as the surfer dude. It's like it was kind of what put him on the map. Ridgemont High. Yeah, High? it's a yeah. It was a super popular. It was huge in the '80s, right. but I think it was the '80s. Yeah. He you have to see it just because his performance is so. It's like he plays the perfect surfer dude. It's amazing. Okay, all it's right. amazing yeah you'll appreciate <laughs> it anyway it's like you know that portrayed surfers is cool but the surfers i i knew were like assholes that would kick your ass if you went on their part of the beach and totally they were, they were they, no cool. they, i think that's like that's i think it's a thing everywhere actually because it's definitely a thing people get very like you know locals only like yeah, yeah get really territorial and it's like it's a bummer because it's like I should have I should have grown up surfing. Right. Why like, aren't they more relaxed? I don't know, especially when they got the whole. <laughs> they're on the beach. Yeah, <laughs> they're like stoners and they surf. It's yeah, like, I know. Yeah, it's long really hair awesome. hippie guys. It's like it's so weird. I was shocked. It's I was weird. like, wow, these guys are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. Well, where my my coastal town is pretty like it's. I mean, it's changing, but it's mostly like a retirement sort of place. There's a lot of old people here. Oh, that's, that's, I love that. At this point in my life, I'm all about <laughs> the quiet life. Old people are good. Everything yeah. mellow. Yeah. 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 They're, they're chill. It just means that there's not like great food, oh, you know, right. or like that kind of thing. That's, I mean, it's, there are starting to be places, but yeah, it's, it's still on the, it's still up and coming. Uh, um, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the, the the town I live in now. What we moved in, it was like a ghost town. It was it used to be. I think right. the one town over was like a. I think it was the crack hub of the United States or something, or some huge, oh, wow. or some huge. God. Yeah, it was like there was a skinhead, skinheads, and tweakers and then right next to us in the city next over and like all and you the guys were like let's buy a house here no 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 <laughs> i i had a, i was we were living in hollywood before at first which is kind of crazy uh, and then we moved down yeah. to san pedro where i'm from and then my wife didn't like it down there because it's like t 
totally cut off from the rest of the world. Like it's like there's one way in and one way out and okay. it's not near, it wasn't near any, you know, she's liked Hollywood and LA and stuff. And so, um, we saw, uh, I, I was, then I was commuting like 50 minutes a day, every, every way to, to where we live now, because that's where my job was. And I had like a permanent position there. And, uh, then we saw a place and we just started renting and, and then we fell in love with the town and then the town got really nice. And it was like board, mm. boarded up buildings and stuff like in the downtown, it was dead. And now it's like yeah. super expansive traffic yeah. everywhere. Cause it's like, it's like a hot place to be. It's like place a really cool right. little town now. So, Is that, so do you think that that's the effect that you guys had on the yeah, town? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere we go, it's everything, you know, yeah. it's like we got the Midas touch. <laughs> yeah. No, it was like, you know, buy, and then buying a house was, was uh, one, the only good financial decision I ever made, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah, I bet. How long, how long ago did you do that? Go ahead. 20 years. Tw 20, 20 years ago? 21 years wow. ago? Yeah, that was such a fucking great idea yeah. then. <laughs> Yeah. It just, it's so unreachable now. I know. It's yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like, you know, it's like my kid It's it's like, there's no way he could buy a house. No one, no, no one can buy a house now. It's like, I don't, I, I don't, I couldn't buy this house. No way in hell. If it was for what it's worth now. No yeah. way. The thing is, if you sell it, you, all you can do is buy probably a shitter yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like. Or move to like, you know, out in the middle of nowhere in another state or something. Yeah. It's like, I don't really want to move. No, it's, yeah, it's a real, it's a real shame. <laughs> it's a yeah. real shame for us. But, it'll, it'll change though. It'll change. Everything's always changing. I don't know. Maybe. It doesn't seem I like, mean, like it because you probably your whole life, it seemed like this unattainable thing. No. Well, the thing is, I didn't really care about it. Like. The older I get, the more I'm like, oh, it would be nice. Like, it'd be nice. I, I wish I could just, like, do whatever I want yeah. to the house, basically. Yeah. That's but what it really comes down. The, 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 the thing that I knew, I, and it sounds dumb, but I didn't, I, you know, I was so 20 years ago, I was 35. So, yeah. so, um, I didn't think about how, much upkeep there is it's like and you have yes. to pay for everything it's like man my, yeah, we are yeah, we yeah. are i was just talking to my wife the other day it's like we are like the we are the adams family of the neighborhood we all dress in, <laughs> we both dress in black we don't even think about it and our house is all fucked up like the we let the grass die because of the one during the water sh water shortage and we haven't really done anything with oh, it wow. so it's all like ugly weeds out there and then the i can't afford oh. to paint the house so all the paint's jumping <laughs> off. The roof is off. That's still, well, at least from the outside, it, you don't look like a house that you should rob. You know. Yeah, that's true. That's a good. <laughs> that's always that's an upside. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good. That's true. I, that's that's one. That's a good. Way, that makes me feel better about it. But man, it's a it's embarrassing because <laughs> it's like the house next to me is so nice. It's like the guy just yeah. his yard is pristine, and I'm like, ah. Uh. Anyway. That's beside the point. Yeah, I think that that's definitely something that's crossed my mind before when I've had friends who own the house and then they're like, oh, shit, they've got a leak. It's 20 grand. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's hidden costs of home owner, ownership that you don't really yeah. think about. Yeah. And know? when, you know, and, and making money as an artist 
It's like, mm. you know, I don't even have time to fix anything. You know, I don't have time. Yeah. I could go and probably paint the house or it's like, I don't even have time because I constantly right. just have to work just to pay mortgage and stuff, you know? So it's just yeah. like. Yeah, but you could do a swap. You could get somebody who's a painter. That's what I, I, I need to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, would fucking hundred percent. I would come and paint your house for a painting. Like, <laughs> I know. I just, I, it's true. It's so weird that you said that because some my friend Josh was telling me the other day. He was saying he said the exact same thing like yesterday or the day before. He's like, you just got to find a person who's construction or whatever. Dude, the totally. I've got a friend who's a painter. Where where does he live? Um, Des Moines. Is that Iowa? No. Yeah. Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's right. It's where's <laughs> That's a little too yeah, far. Yeah, he'll come down. He loves art. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I do. Okay, I'm putting the word out. Any any uh, house painters in LA, I would trade you a big ass, amazing painting to paint my house. Oh, yeah, any roofers a, out there? Such a good deal. Roofers. Oh, I I need um, a new roof. Lawn lawn guys. Yeah, yeah. Landscapers. <laughs> I'm pay, I would make yeah. the most amazing artwork for you. <laughs> that's what they say picasso used to do to, to pay his oh, meals totally. he just like, i mean why wouldn't you you do a doodle on a napkin okay yeah <laughs> not there yeah. yet well so oh, i don't know i'm sure you have yeah I don't there know. enough plenty of people i'm sure <laughs> so uh uh what, what what how do you do you have any plans for the future like, do you have any like big oh. goals? Are you just doing basically what I did, which was like start, not know what I was doing and just keep putting one foot in front of the other. That's how I yeah, started. It was, I, I always felt like I just went, okay, I got to do this thing. I'm going to do it. And I just did it. And yeah. 10, all of a sudden, like 10 years have gone by and I'm like, you know, cause I had no idea what I was doing, how to start a business. I just kept putting you know, I would do just the next thing that I needed to do. And then I'm looking behind me, like, I don't know how I got here, but, and I don't know what yeah. I'm doing or where I'm going, <laughs> but I know that yeah. I'm like still treading water. I'm still alive doing this thing. So, uh, yeah. that's how I, do well, this, this is your job to tell, it's your job to tell me what to do. But <laughs> no, I, um, I have thought about some things like, it's crossed my mind about what kind of a career that I would like, but like I did a, I did a, um, what are they called? Like intensive workshop in Italy with a couple of teachers and a bunch of people, um, as in I was a student mm -hmm. and I would love to be part of something like that someday. Like to teach teaching. Yeah. Oh, just, cool. just to be in like, to be, to do what those guys do, like oh, lots of people do where they go to Italy and they have these like right. amazing classes where it's sick. Like you hang out with everybody and everyone paints and you eat like a king. And, right. you know, and this one was like this, it was like a, um, oh, what's the word? Like a medieval kind of place. So there's all these little corridors and mm -hmm. it's amazing. So I'd love to do something like that someday. Um, that's cool. Yeah. I don't know. Things like that, I guess. You, you I'd know like what? to. Oh. Yeah. No, go ahead. Well, I mean, yeah. I'd like workshops and stuff because I just believe in them. I think they're mm -hmm. amazing. I, 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 we didn't bring up your festival 
life. It's like oh, a lot of your, yeah. a lot of your it's, career has been doing these festivals, painting, live painting yeah. at festivals, right? Yeah. 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 And festival galleries, I think festival galleries have been, well, un until um, the Dark Art Emporium really have been the most inclusive in terms of what they would show. Well, that, that they would show me, I guess. Festival um, galleries being galleries at festivals, <laughs> like they yeah. pop up yeah, yeah, kind of things. Yeah. So we we call them doofs over here. Um, they're like music festivals or music and lifestyle festivals. So lots of lots of hippies, but lots of different different <laughs> types of people. Like, um, just alternatives. What I actually think is that it's it's probably mostly people with ADHD that have never really fit into society that. Mm -hmm festivals because they feel like they belong and I, that's 100% how I felt when I first went um but yeah they're just these huge music electronic music festivals with like trance music or psychedelic trance and um these days it's pretty mixed about what you hear but mm. when I first started going mostly psy trance and you just like rave in the bush <laughs> it's like <laughs> pretty sick it's amazing <laughs> Um, um, it's like, a, yeah, it's, I, like, it's like a Burning Man vibe, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Burning Man. I mean, Burning Man is that on crack, like Burning yeah, Man is yeah, right. so amazing. I'm just but, thinking um, like the desert and yes, and outdoors yeah, yeah. and the hippies All and, the art and, and the art like and, the, yeah, the visual, the, the attention paid to the visual experience. Like I go to metal festivals. And I'm just like, they just, it's just a stage. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's weird. Why is that? I you know, with, well, with lighting and stuff, but they don't pay enough attention, I think. To, like, I mean, how sick would it be to have a festival gallery, a metal festival gallery? Yeah. With, like dark art. Yeah. That would be amazing. That would they be amazing. That should, that should be standard and all those things. Yeah, I think it should be too. I mean, they only have, they can take a cut of the sales and then they only Met, have something to gain metal fans are totally into dark art i mean they're into yes. art they're in, but they're into dark yeah, art they like, you know they like cool stuff yeah that's <laughs> they like spending their money on cool shit um uh, i'm too but old yeah, maybe so you should start it i've thought about it i've thought of, i thought about I'm it posing. years ago and i never really never really but yeah i should i should try to pitch it because right that's like more of my crowd, really. Like I definitely get enough people at normal doofs at, at like these psychedelic festivals that are interested in what I do, but not compared to like, you know, some of the, some of my friends in these festival galleries kill it. They make so much money. Really? They do so well. Selling yeah. originals at the show? No, at these galleries? merch. Oh, okay. Right. Like you have, I mean, you don't, most of them you don't really take originals out there because they're subject to the elements. It's right. our festivals are quite hot, um, windy, dusty, yeah. rain, you know, so you don't really want to risk it with um, with an original, although some people do. Mm. But tapestries, um, face masks, mm. stickers, stickers is like a big one. What else do they sell? I don't know. He, all that stuff. So and they you, make so much money. Do you have? Well. Do you sell merch when you do those? Because uh, I'm every time I see you, pictures of you at these 
events, it's like you're live painting on some big ass yes. yeah, mural yeah. or something. So you also have like yeah, a, a merch yeah. table and. Yes. So in the gallery, you have like a, a space to show and then you've got, they give you like some space to put your merch. So you bring your own table mm -hmm. material and then you fit out all that stuff. I'm only like, I, I'm still budding in the merch area, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. But let, yeah, it's surprising how much money you can make on stickers, to be honest. It, really? it, it always shocks me. Yeah. <laughs> they just seem like they you wouldn't make that much money. But last time I did Esoteric, which is my favorite festival, I think it was like 800 bucks on stickers or something. Really? It's crazy. Damn. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's just me. And I don't even sell that well compared to some of my <laughs> friends. Like, that's so pretty good. It's, yeah, it's great. And then they're, they're amazing because they – they paid me to be there to do some stuff with the gallery and then give me tickets to sell, um, to do murals. Mm -hmm. So I, I love that gallery for that reason. They really like respect their visual artists more than most, most festivals do. That's cool. And they take such a small cut of the gallery. They only take 10%. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's I guess really they can good. afford to do it if they're, you know, making all their money from ticket sales and so. concessions and all that stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's the best. It's the sickest festival. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's just, it seemed like that's a big part of your artistic identity is, is, yes. is festivals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was, you know, festivals were like a big, um, I don't know. Well, just that whole scene, I guess. Yeah. It's drug taking scene as well, but it was like really like, brought me out of my shell. I was in this like super awkward teenage state that just like never ended. Uh -huh. And then it, and then I don't know. And it started like going to these parties and just making best friends with people. Like in a split second, you never see them again. Right. It was like, felt amazing. Um, and I still really love them. I just never go unless you know, I have a free ticket or, you know, <laughs> I just so, don't spend money on it. So it seems like you kind of, your, your career as an artist was more through the festival scene than the gallery scene. And uh, now, yeah. And now yeah. you're kind of like moving into the gallery scene a little bit more. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's uh, actually Zoe, Zoe Rain, um, also in the Dark Art Society and also an incredible artist. Hey, Zoe. Her and I were talking Hey Zoe, we're talking the other day about how um, like our work is kind of fine arty. We're mm -hmm. like fine arty in the festival galleries and maybe that's partly why it doesn't do as well as some of the people mm. in there because they're, I don't know, very festival art style. Yeah, it's more of traditional visionary art at yeah. those festivals too. Yeah, typically, yeah. Yeah. So, which is fine. I mean, I don't, I don't mind. Like, I don't, I don't get offended by it. It's, it's awesome when I meet people who actually do connect with it. Right. Like, that makes it matters more than whether or not I'm doing better than other people. Right. In sales or anything. <clears throat> yeah, that's. I mean, that's just kind of like our lot in life. I think, in a way, to be in that position, to be kind of the underdog and not totally. quite mainstream because it's. And except for tattoo, the tattoo scene, have yes. you done any tattoo conventions or anything? Because that's a place where they're uh, they're like 
totally into dark art and, and oh the conventions yeah. no I if you have any tattoo it. conventions that'd be worth trying yeah yeah i saw i don't know if you know ben howe but he he's a Mm-mm. australian artist amazing amazing artist um he does a lot with bain art but mm. he um yeah he was at the tattoo convention and it was like it's perfect like yeah dark darker art in those places is awesome actually i applied for the oddities and what is it oddities and curiosities mm-hmm. convention expo expo that sounds um which is an american thing but they're doing one here oh cool yeah so if that sounds good crossed. regardless i'm going anyway because it sounds amazing yeah we don't have anything like that here so yeah yeah yeah, that is that, that. That's. I mean, uh, we're getting near the end here, but I did want to bring up again a little bit more about um, just before we go. I wanted to yeah. the, the 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 visionary dark art thing that you you know you and I have talked about many times in the, the mentorship. Yeah. It's like the uh, uh, it's funny. It's like the dark side of the visionary art crowd is not dark visionary art but the opposite it's like love and light to the point of (laughs) being lame and obnoxious you know it's like (laughs) not not integrating the dark side you know there's that element of the visionary scene that it's like too positive in a way it's it's a weird way of putting it but you know what i'm saying it's like yeah like like disingenuous yeah it's like there there should be both like alex gray is a perfect example he he's done some dark paintings and he was a monster kid he was in the monsters as a kid so and he has an an appreciation for it and he always dresses in black too it's kind of like you know i mean he's kind of got this goth vibe about him he's definitely you could tell there's like he's got that he's got an appreciation for it you yeah know? yeah well he was depressed yeah yeah right when he met allison so mm-hmm. he like, he certainly has his like dark inclinations for sure yeah but you know all those the skulls and stuff in his artwork like they're oh my god i can't wait to go to cosm it looks so oh, I know, amazing I know, I know it looks incredible i can't believe it they got to be so oh, happy. Like, I'm just seeing those paintings in real life. Like, it's it's like they don't even really exist. They just seem like internet pictures. You're talking you about know? Alex's stuff. Alex's, yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. I, I've seen those in person because I went there when they were building it. Right. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited to eventually. Yeah, you got to go. You got to go for sure. So good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just, I think, you know, I don't know. I feel like he's got, he, he really um, has the correct attitude about it. Like he's, he is open to showing dark work and, and appreciating dark artists. Like when I showed him my first showed him my, my work, Adam Jones hooked me up Yeah. and like, yeah. cause I, oh, wanted yeah. to, when I was just starting out. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's funny because it's no, like I, I'd print out little printouts of my paintings in a portfolio, <laughs> and I was like showing it to yeah. him. Yeah, I've told the story yeah. before. He just was like looking through. It. He's like, "Oh yeah, you'll make it." 
and that was my first yeah, yeah. that was my first like oh, so nice. wow alex gray said that said he like he just matter of factly knew that i would make it if i kept going in this direction yeah. and that was such a huge huge thing for for me as an artist but um you know he kind of exemplifies people that appreciate dark art it's like they're so nice <laughs> They're always so yeah. nice. And it's like some yeah. some some people that, that are like fully the love totally. and light types are like devious and egomaniacs. Egomaniacs. It's like it's just so ironic that that you know we get the second class citizenship for what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. And we're like generally yeah. usually the, the nice guys <laughs> and girls, you know, yeah. it's like Yeah, yeah. But I guess that's yeah. Just well, the way it's a healthy, world. healthier way to process those feelings, right? Like listening to metal, you know, like metalheads are always like these sweet nerdy dudes, yeah. And yeah. they're like, <laughs> I know, yeah. It's it's where all the aggression goes. Yeah, I just you know I, I I bring it up all the time because I think it's it's just such a such an obvious fact, and it's not mm. talked about enough, and it just seems like it, it gets overlooked all the time. It's not, it should be common knowledge. It should be common knowledge yeah. that the dark art people are over, uh, unusually a nice group of people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That should be common knowledge. So I'm going to keep bringing it up all the time. <laughs> yeah. And we get shit on for it. Yeah. <laughs> Promote it. That's part of the, uh, yes. yeah. <laughs> it's part of our brand. We're the nice yeah. guys in the evil yeah. world. Well, it's, it's, it's yeah i know and it's funny because it's it's that whole like judging a book by its cover mm -hmm. sort of thing but you know just just assuming that people are um evil or like i don't know just based on what they're wearing what they listen to the kind of art that they make is just like insane i mean yeah yeah it's it really... makes me think of that because i've been thinking about it because of um that uh what's it what's it called petition i've got no words today it's sort of the worst <laughs> time to be doing a podcast or whatever um that david eccles posted because he you know the have oh. you seen what's it called the west, west memphis three yeah yeah paradise lot mm -hmm. documentary yeah yeah, yeah. West. i mean that's like prime example of of just absolute insanity just based on what they look like you know oh yeah yeah yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he kind of that's the the classic example of how dangerous that kind of attitude is, you know. Yeah. Calling of people, yeah. And Damien's the nicest guy in the world. He's like so sweet. He's such a sweet He's guy. He's so cool. Yeah. yeah, it's really uh Yeah, it's 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 scary. But it is scary. Anyway, well, anyways, it is part of human nature to some degree, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're spreading the good news of dark art. That's what we do <laughs> as dark artists. Yeah. <laughs> so people can know. Yeah. Embrace your dark side. Yeah. Well, you're you're doing a great job of that. So. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I, someone had to do it. Yeah. Please, <laughs> <laughs> Bobby. A, a authentically nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. I fell into it. Yeah. Anyway, well, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, it's been great talking to you. I hope you, you enjoyed it. 
Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for for coming on the show and um, yeah, and pl plug your your things again. You got your Patreon. Oh. You got your Patreon, Instagram. I've got everything because I'm a computer nerd. Um, <laughs> Patreon, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. What else is there? It's all Ash Dark. It. Yeah, it's all Ash Dark. Oh, Ash Dark Art. Um, Ash Dark. Um, <laughs> see. And then. <laughs> What was the other thing? Oh yeah, the show, the show. The okay. show. Yes. Uh, June twenty third <laughs> at Black Spark Cultural Center. Black Spark. Cultural Center. Black Center. Spark. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, and then and then we'll put all the links in the description, so you can look in the description. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, well, good luck with the show. I'm excited. Uh, excited to hear how it goes. I hope you sell it out. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Hopefully. But if I do, I'm okay with it. I like there's some of them I kind of want to hang around for a little bit longer, so it'd be yeah. nice. I mean, the, you, you, <laughs> you did the, the you did the the main thing, which is you made great paintings. You know, that's the real yeah. reward. And if you're lucky, you sell them. As someone who's yeah. who knows, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've yeah, had exactly. shows right. I had shows where I didn't sell. Where I only sold one painting, and the paintings were all really good, crazy. Mm. So you, so yeah. sales, sales don't don't mean uh, a thing, but no, it's always it, nice. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's still like a, it'd still be a weird feeling not selling anything. But uh, I have already sold yeah. one. Yeah, it was yeah, it was a show I had to pay, I had to fly to New York for, and everything. It cost me. Oh, I just ate shit on that show. It was terrible. <laughs> Was it during the, um, because it's a bit of a, what do you call it? Recession right now. Was it during a recession? Or was uh, it random? 2000. Yeah, maybe it was. It was like yeah. maybe 2000. I don't remember. 2008, 2009. So it was somewhere around the big recession. 2008. Yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah. That was, that yeah, was. Yeah. 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 It was. Yeah. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. But anyway. All right, well then, I'm not going to hold my breath, but it would be nice. Yes, yeah. But but the, the paintings look amazing. It looks great. I'm excited for you. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. So, well, thanks, thanks so much for having me. Yes, and uh, don't hang up, and then you you got to say goodbye. Remember, you got to say goodbye. Isn't goodbye, audience. Recording? Yes, I'm still recording. Don't hang up. <laughs> Bye, audience. <laughs> Bye, everybody.